the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Theological Thursday. Are you ready to talk to me? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my socials, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Uh, Thanks a lot for tuning in on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. And then, of course, on WAVA 105.1 FM, right here out of the nation's capital, out of uh, Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV, parts of West Virginia, and Pennsylvania as well. Well, it is Theological Thursday, and today we're talking about the theology of just war theory. Just war theory. What is just war? And the question is, when is war just? Speaking of that, may I give a hearty hello, welcome, praise God for all of you veterans. It's Veterans Day. Thank you for your service and uh it's also another very important day it's my mom's birthday and so mom uh i see anderson jackson happy 89th birthday to you one of my greatest fans praise the lord for your life well just war theory when is war just where is the balance between military power and restraint and what do you think god's view of war is from a New Testament perspective. So when we look at the whole of Scripture, we can see a whole lot of war. When we get to the New Testament, it talks about wars and rumors of wars. I want to know from you if you've been thinking this through as we honor veterans. And as you know, I am one, eight years, Army Reserve. Hoorah, you know. Uh, But what does God's Word say? And theologically, how should you and I be thinking about war? Hmm. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. I want to know. What do you think, guys? All right, ladies, let's pray and get started. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. We're talking about war. 888-432-7434. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for this call-in talk show. Thank you for every one of my listeners. And I really do thank you that we get to have conversations like this and so many others every single day. You're so grateful. I mean, you're so faithful to us, and we're so grateful. So thank you, Lord. We commit today's show over to you now. Amen and amen. We pray all that in Jesus' name. 
if you want to get a hold of me, there are other ways. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com or embracegracism.com, two really good websites to get connected to me, and you can always talk to me off the air that way. Now, 888-432-7434 is my number live in studio. When is war just? Well, when we were under what is called a theocracy, that's when God was in charge of his people on the earth with a human governmental system where he had prophets and kings and priests. And the way he uh, they reported directly to God himself who would give them direction. And so God would say to Moses, Moses, you go and set my people free. All right. And then God would say to to Joshua, you, you know, you go and take over that particular land. This was real land, real property, real people. There are times when the Lord would even say, when the Lord would even say, um, kill everyone in that in that land, including all the animals, children, and everything. So we know the the, the spoils of war are very very horrific. Okay, but when you get to then the New Testament, you don't see that same kind of command from God. When it talks about taking territory and and it talks about fighting, it turns into spiritual battle, not physical battle. And the greatest physical battle took place on the cross where the physical and the spiritual met when Jesus Christ died on the cross. That was sort of the final battle uh, on the earth before the second coming when there will be an ending of all things. So then between the cross and the coming back of the King Jesus, how are we supposed to live? Is God calling his people to come together to be a physical army and to take over the lands of other people or is it spiritual? I'm going to surrender my thoughts to you as it's spiritual warfare and that God is not commanding us to uh, be armies of people with weapons to take over the lands of others. In fact, that would not be uh, the desire of God at all through his son, Jesus Christ. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I'm not going to teach everything uh, on this topic. I will, though, um, teach you what St. Augustine uh, coined as just war theory. In other words, if you're going to have war, here are the parameters and the principles of the just war theory. Now, remember St. Augustine or Augustine, um, you know, are folk that were back in the first first century you know saint thomas aquinas revised augustine's version creating three criteria for just war but the war needed to be waged by a legitimate authority having a just cause and the right intentions okay which might might put you back into the romans 13 category where it talks about the state has been given the authority uh, to exact, uh, you know, punishment, all right? And, and St. Thomas Aquinas, revising St. Augustine's version of all of this, says, listen, if, if there's a legitimate authority, that's the Roman government or the American government, right, 
there has to be still a just cause, a righteous cause with right intentions. All right. So those are sort of the, the three factors that at least according to these quote unquote church fathers would say, if you're going to interact in a war, it can't be, I heard from God. Now we're going to go kill the Indians. No, that's not, that's not just war. It has to be a legitimate authority with a righteous cause and right intentions uh, and and there needs to be principles along the way that we should undergird. So anyway, I'm going to talk about those undergirding principles shortly. Let me give you my number. Let me run uh, to the phone lines because I do want to talk to you. I'm going to go to my break now because I have to. As soon as I get back, I'm going to land over Maryland, and I'm coming to you as well as I'll teach you some of these things along the way. But I want to hear your answer to the question, when is war just? And what do you think God's view of war is from a New Testament perspective? You can already see I've given you some of that. So hold on, uh, Theophilus. Hold on, Don. The rest of you, I'm coming to you in just a few minutes. They go very, very quickly. So don't you go too far. I won't either. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Best Buy waterproofing and Best Buy design build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. Under one roof, from one side to the other. Under one roof, from the inside out. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your old house is our business. Best Buy. If you live in the Bowie, Greenbelt, Glendale, or Woodmore area, anywhere in that vicinity, guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants, whatever you need to make your house pop. They'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240-516-4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 
For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, the theology of just war theory. Have you heard of that before, just war theory? St. Augustine, uh, St. Thomas of Aquinas, uh, really trying to struggle through, you know, first century, uh, all this war, all this bloodshed, is there, is there some way to think about this uh, in, a, in a biblical way? And so it's a Christian philosophy of how do you uh, balance military power and, and restraint. I want to hear from you. When is war just? By the way, happy Veterans Day to all of you who have served, as I did uh, for eight years in the Army Reserve. God bless you, and uh, we pray that God would keep you and your families uh, safe, those of you who are still in, and for those of you who have served, thank you, and God bless you. All right, let's go to the phone lines, 888-432-7434 is my number. Kicking it off in Landover, Maryland, with Theophilus, who's on the line. Hi, Theophilus, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. Praise the Lord. How Praise the Lord. Good afternoon, sir. What are you thinking today? Yes. Yeah, I just come in from a perspective of, uh, I guess, a spiritual or the church or the body of Christ. And uh, you can just comment on uh, James 4 and 1, where it says, From whence cometh wars and fightings among you. Yeah. So James 4.1 is really talking about quarreling and fighting, yes. I don't even think it's uh, necessarily talking so much about uh, state war as it's talking about interpersonal relationships, but, it, you know, the principles are still good, aren't they, so far as uh, what James is talking about, that, you know, we, we have not because we ask not, and we don't have um, any of that because we're not being humble, and uh, God gives grace to the humble, resists the proud, and that's right before he said, right before all of that, he says what you're talking about. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from the desires that battle within you? You want something, but you don't get it. So you kill and covet, but you cannot have what you want. And so back to the Ten Commandments, thou should not kill. Why do you kill? Because, you know, you can't get what you want, and you want what you don't have, so therefore you kill to get it. He says you quarrel and fight. You, don't ha- you do not have because you do not ask God. In other words, in, instead of fighting somebody and killing somebody, if you want something, go to God and ask God. You have not because you ask not. So what are you going to do? You're going to steal from somebody else? You're going to kill them? No. Ask God. And when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives. In other words, you're like, Lord, I want, I want what they got. Well, that's not why you ask God for stuff. And because you ask with the wrong motives, uh, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. And so you want God to bless you so you can have fun, and, and that's why you covet somebody else, and so therefore you're going to kill them. So anyway, that's the passage and what that passage means. Uh, but if you were to take that from the individual relationships that James is talking about and put it to the war of country to country, state to state, 
uh, I still think that at the end of the day, the common denominator is the heart. And you got that right, Theophilus. Yes, sir. So one more comment, uh, Dr. Anderson. Uh, what, does it, uh, what does it imply when uh, it said uh, that David had rest from all of his enemies round about? Um, uh, uh, what does that, that means that the wars that had ceased, uh, uh, people of advert, I mean, um, his adversaries coming against him? At least for a season. If he had rest uh, for oh, a season, that means that he had a time of peace, you know. And so, oh, like, okay. oh. yeah, when you're not at war, you're at a time of peace. And so, thank God, because, you know, it's going to come again. Someone said, if you're feeling like you're at peace, it's just because you're in between rounds. <laughs> you know, oh, okay. like 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 boxing, you know, if, if things seem pretty right, cool and calm, right. it's only because you're in between rounds. But it's the fight's coming back again. So get ready. Stool, huh? You're sitting on the stool. Huh? <laughs> exactly. You got it right. Yeah, so, all right. All right. God bless. Bless you back. Theophilus from Landover, Maryland. If you want to give me a call, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. We're talking about war. When is war just? Let's go to Alexandria, Virginia. Talk with Don, who's on the line. Hi, Don. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Fine. Thanks, Dr. Anderson. Long time no speak. Great to hear your voice. I've been listening and enjoying the show. Uh, I want to wish you a happy Veterans Day, and I thank you. Uh, I have the honor and privilege of having served in the Army with some outstanding men and women. Amen. Uh, thank you. So friend. I have a few things I'm thinking of. Ecclesiastes, you know, a time for war, a time for peace, the seasons of life. Yes. Do believe in just war. Um, I also think of Second Timothy two three, where it says, "Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. not getting entangled with the civilian affairs." Yeah. But um, my understanding is the army is to help prevent war. One of the ways to do that is by being prepared to deter the enemy. If you come across weak, uh, even today, uh, people will take advantage of someone's kindness. Yeah. So, no, I don't believe in taking over other countries or, or doing that, but yet I want to also be prepared for self-defense. Right. So, I mean, there's this balance here, you know. That's the balance, uh, isn't it? You have to be able to defend yourself yes, as a deterrent to becoming a victim of someone else's aggression, right? Yes, yes, sir. But I don't want to use that power of intimidation. When I was in the Army, I mean, I've seen some good leaders. I've seen toxic, toxic leadership also where it's the fear factor, where you follow someone out of more fear than out of respect. There's a healthy fear, and then there's the, like, intimidation. But we should use the Army to promote peace and, and deter the aggression. You know, one of the things that uh, I wonder, too, Don, as we're talking, is about the whole thing about being an ally. In other words, if, uh, you, yes. it, you know, let's say uh, England gets in a battle with some other country they have an issue with, as an ally, we have to stand with them. What, what do you think about that? Yeah. So it's really not your uh, fight, but it's kind of, you know what I mean? It's not your fight, but it's kind of like your yeah. fight because it's your yeah. brother. Yeah, yes. Uh, so we have to choose our allies carefully. I mean, I'm a historian. Look at what happened with the revolution with, with France. France helped us out with England, and then we couldn't help out France. That's another story. But, yeah, it, it becomes really tricky and, and very um, complicated. So that's where prayer and wisdom and discernment comes in. That's right. We can't please everybody all the time. <laughs> that's right. You're right. Hey, well, listen, thanks. Choose your battles. Yeah, choose, choose your battles. Your battles and then when you're dealing with people's kids, you know, we got – thousands and thousands of people's kids that you can send off to war and they may not come back. I mean, that's those are serious decisions. Yeah. And 
I still remember back in the day when there was, some people won't remember the Gulf War, but that was one of those wars, yes. Don, you'll remember, hardly any blood yeah. was shed. I mean, yeah. a little bit, but it, we are in, oh, yeah. out, had a very clear mission, and yeah. even had a little ceremony with, uh, what was his name, Schwarzkopf? I can't even remember now, but. Schwarzkopf, yeah, marching in New York City, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's the way it's supposed to be. Not all this other stuff, yeah. in and my out. opinion, it just hangs on and on and on. You never get out, don't know what the yeah. purpose is. I kind of feel like Afghanistan that's and Vietnam true. were that way, but I'm not sure. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unclear objectives, yeah, confusion, sadly. Uh, yes, uh, that's why one of the, some of the generals say, do what you need to do and get out of there. Don't linger. Don't right. drag it on. Right, right. Be swift. Yeah, well, listen, thank you for your service, Don. God bless you. You're welcome, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Blessings. That. Yeah, absolutely. Give me a call if you want to talk to me about the just war theory. If you want to talk to me about your thoughts on when is war just. My other question, what is the balance between middle military power and restraint? And what do you think God's view of war is from a, well, from a New Testament perspective? Let me give you the seven principles of just war theory from St. Augustine. Now, I'll read them, and I'll come back and read maybe a, a sentence about each one. But let me just say the seven. Number one, last resort. Number two. Legitimate authority. Number three, just cause. Number four, probability of success. Number five, right intention. Number six, proportionality. And number seven, civilian casualties. These are the seven things that every president should think about of the United States of America before they send troops into harm's way. It is really a classic just war theory that has its origins in Christian theology. St. Augustine is usually identified as the first individual to offer a theory of war and justice. The saint referred to the Bible and regarded some wars as necessary to amend an evil. And that's when I uh, mentioned earlier that St. Thomas Aquinas revised Augustine's version by adding three criteria and that is that the war must have a legitimate power a righteous cause and righteous intentions but what about those principles again and by the way if you want to interact with me give me a call or talk about it you can my number is 888-432-7434 principles of just war theory number one last resort it says a just war can only be waged after all peaceful options are considered. The use of force can only be used as a, here it is, last resort. Okay? Can't be a first option. Got to be a last resort. Secondly, legitimate authority. Now, this one's quite interesting as you think about Taliban and as you think about uh, the different cells of, of you know, these uh, these groups that, you know, or they don't even have legitimate authority. But this is what it says. A just war is waged by a legitimate authority. That means a state. A war cannot be waged by individuals or groups that do not constitute a legitimate government. So militia groups and, and s different groups saying, we're going to now, you know, be a gang. That's not just war, okay? Has to be government-sponsored. All right, number three, a just cause. A just war needs to be in response to a wrong suffered. 
Self-defense against an attack always constitutes a just war. However, the war needs to be fought with the objective to correct the inflicted wound. Okay? So there has to be a wrong that was suffered, and it has to inflict, it has to rectify as an objective. It has to rectify and correct that which was inflicted. Okay? So I like that one. I'll give you the next one, then I'll run to my break, and then I'll come back with the other ones. But that's three. Here's number four. Probability of success. Oh, my gosh. In order for a war to be just, there must be a rational possibility of success. A nation cannot enter into a war with a hopeless cause. And that probably was the reason that we've had so many problems with the whole Afghanistan thing and the Vietnam thing. I'm not a historian like Don, so I don't know all the details of it. But if there's no probability of success, what is the mission and how do you know you reached it? Then you're just fighting and fighting and fighting with no sense of an end in mind. All right. Well, we've been talking about the just war theory. We're talking about uh, on this veteran day, on Veterans Day, when is war just? I'd love to hear from you. I got to run to the break. When I get back, I'm going to Upper Marlboro, Maryland to talk to George. My number, 888-432-7434. One of my favorite developments of the last five years has been the popularity growth of sweatpants. If there's a situation where I'm allowed to wear them, I'm in them. And there's no better day of the year to be in sweatpants than on Thanksgiving or Christmas Day. Dad will be in his button-up jeans or old-school dress pants. And what my sweatpants bring me is a serious advantage when it comes to eating copious amounts of food. It's Ryan. And at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're proud to have a pretty special advantage ourselves and one that could be a big deal for you. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company uses its own money and makes its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. For you, this advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, saving monthly and lifelong money on a refinance or new home purchase, leaving more money for sweatpants. We our United Faith Mortgage. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York. Animals number 1330. Animals Consumer Access. Or refinancing charges may be higher for life of loan. Hi, I'm Chuck, founder of A-Action Home Services. We're family-owned and operated since 1976. We specialize in plumbing, electrical, and heating. When I started A-Action, my goal was to build a business with lifelong customers. How did I do this? By respecting our customers' time and great customer service. So call us today, and you too can say... Problem solved. 703-922-1900. AactionHomeServices.com. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Listen to Turning Point with David Jeremiah weeknights at 9 on Talk Radio for the whole family. WAVA. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the One Place app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download One Place at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Why are cash out refinances such a big deal right now? Uncle Ryan tries to teach me something. 
I really feel like right now might be a once in a lifetime opportunity. I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I've just never seen a market where the rates are so low and values across the country have skyrocketed as much as they have. That combination, um, I remember one couple in particular, they were looking to do some home improvements at the house, but they were worried about their payments going up. Well, with rates being so low and them building up so much equity in the home over the last few years, we were able to get them the cash out for those home improvements and their payments actually went down a little bit. Every single situation is different, but it does happen more often than you think. So it definitely does not hurt to call. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Start corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and I'm back. It's the second half of the show. Happy Veterans Day to all of you who have served in the United States military. Thank you so very much for your service, past, present. Uh, Thank you very much. The theology of just war theory is what we're talking about today. When is war just? And where is the balance between military power and military restraint? And what do you think God's view of war is from a New Testament perspective? I'd love to hear from you. We can kick it around. My number is 888-432-7434. We said that uh, St. Augustine has seven principles of just war theory back from the first century. And we went over four of of the seven. Number five is right intention. Number six is proportionality. And number seven, civilian casualties. I'll go over those three uh, a little bit later, but let me go to Upper Marlboro, Maryland, as promised, and talk to George, who's on the line. Hey, George, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hi. Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing fine, sir. How are you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you, sir. What are you thinking? Yeah, bless. bless. Yes, Amen. okay, so uh, I'm, the, I'm Dr. Ferguson, Reverend Dr. Ferguson, who uh, called and said I was going to cut the grass and not smoke the grass. <laughs> uh, you may remember that conversation. Funny, but, yeah. Uh, but, but, Yes, but on a, on a more serious note, uh, I, I have uh, I'm a veteran with ten years in the Air Force as a nuclear missile officer and also in contracts, and also I was a uh, chaplain in the DC National Guard for the Army. Mm-hmm. So I got it both ways. Yeah. And so, and when I when I was in seminary, we did study uh, Thomas Aquinas. We yes. we did study uh, Saint Augustine's obviously just war, and um, and uh, I'm going to say this. Um, Wars are necessary, but only when it must be fought. Yeah. Uh, being a man who had his hands on the keys of nu- on the nuclear arsenal mm. and uh, the, the uh, terminal, the terminal weapon, in other words, uh, I could just say this: is that only we should only go into war when it is justified, not right. because we are the big, the biggest and baddest uh, uh, group, which we are, right? A military in the, in the world. But we should only go in terms of just war, in terms of being there to stop aggression mm-hmm. or to neutralize aggression. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in uh, when I was in seminary, we studied that. When I was at Squadron Officer School in uh, in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, um, yeah, uh, just one uh, at Air Force uh, War College, Air Force Base, yeah, yeah, Air Maxwell, Walker, yeah, so, yeah. 
yeah, Maxwell Air Force Base. But I just want to let you know, I I am I, I'm a proponent of it. Uh, uh, even though I am a bishop, even though I am a man of peace, but uh, like Solomon um, uh, said in Ecclesiastes, there's a time for peace, and there's a time for war. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and we must use intellect and spirituality to come to the conclusion. Well, I like the way you put it so far as it has to be justified. Then the question becomes what's justified, and what you said was neutralizing uh, you know, a situation or you know, defending. I, I mean, I think that that's important. Uh, but because it does get kind of political, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It does. It does because there are some some people, some uh, political parties that are a little bit more aggressive than others. We'll just say it like that. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> I appreciate your service uh, to the Lord as well as to the country. Thank you so much, Mr. George, Pastor yeah. Bishop yeah. Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and send to you, Dr. Anderson. Uh, thank you for your service. Blessings bless to you. you. Take care. Well, you know, it's good to hear from not only a man of God, but also a man who served in the military. And, and, and really, we do honor all of you, men and women who have served uh, in the Air Force, Army, uh, Marines, Navy, Coast Guard, uh, you know, in whatever way you serve our country to keep us safe. Thank you. And, uh, you know, the just war theory, it's a real, you know, what's real is when a president or a Congress or both have to make a decision to send troops. Uh, you're sending someone's kid, you know, and, uh, you know, that's somebody's 20-year-old. That's someone's 25-year-old. That's someone's 18-year-old. And they could very well lose their life, or if they don't lose their life, they could lose their limb, you know. And here in D.C., Walter Reed, I mean, y'all been over there? You know what Walter Reed is for our military. I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Even when you live, you're living without arms, legs, fingers, uh, all kind of disabilities, and our veterans, they need your support, uh, and they need your, you know, your prayers as well. So 888-432-7434. Before I go to my break, I'm going to Stafford, Virginia, to talk to Mario. Hi, Mario. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? I'm doing good, Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Thank you for calling. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking, <clears throat> excuse me, Proverbs, uh, Proverbs six, and talk talks about uh, God. You know, when He's talking about these six things, I hate seven is an abomination. Yeah. One of them is, you know, going to shed innocent blood. Innocent blood. And I, yes, innocent blood. <clears throat> excuse me. And I and I think about the people who cannot defend themselves. Yeah. And there and and there are people that just want to create havoc and want to just just they, you know, they just want to create havoc. So victimized. Um my thing is yes, they're they're victimized, um, and they're in terror like a lot of countries are and whatever then they don't have a voice, they don't have a fight in them. Right. Someone has to speak up for them. Right. And if and, 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 and if you're not careful those same people who are victimizing others, if they find out that they can get away with it, they're coming after you too. <laughs> right. So something has to be, something has to be done for those people. I mean, those yeah, those people yeah. that are can possibly come after you. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you, so if, yeah, I would yeah. like you to expound on that a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, because if you don't if you don't put them down, they just get stronger. If they terrorize that community, then they get stronger and stronger and stronger, and now they're now they're uh, 
you know, kidnapping your people. Coming after you. And uh, trying to get a ransom. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that's one of the problems with Haiti yeah. right now. You know, the gangs are, are taking over. And sometimes you, you need that force to really handle them because now they're, they're getting missionaries yeah. and everything, and they're, they're holding them ransom. Well, how did they get strong? They got strong because – uh, there right. was a there was a weak police Nobody force. Nobody stepped up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, th I mean, I think you're right. And this this is the problem with our world, right? This is the problem with being uh, in a fallen world. You do have evil, uh, and you have people being victimized, yeah. and you do have to use uh, state sponsored um, uh, authority to go after terrorists. And terrorists can be in any. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean you're you know, synonymous with Muslims or some other place. You have terrorists right here in our own homeland. Uh, and whenever you're right. victimizing and terrorizing people, if you don't have the state to uh, to use their authority to put them down and say it's illegal, it's wrong, we're not going to stand up for it, then it's only going to give more strength right. to them. And so I, I do think, right. I do think well, you're right. Yes, and 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 uh, uh, Dr. Anderson, if I can just interject here, I don't want to necessarily bring up the past, but this is a very good point here. If you remember the sniper issue that we had, oh, yeah. oh whoa, yeah, ten ten years ago, maybe, I don't maybe know. even longer than that. All but right, I remember so the dude was shooting from his car, right? Right, right, and he was just going. In fact, I was in Maryland uh, at the time, going to church in Maryland, and uh, he shot. Uh, at the um, at one of the gas stations. Yeah. Um, and so had all of us scared to go get I gas. Think, right. So something like that, you know, when you put people in jail trying to do, you know, the the ethical thing and bring them to trial and so on, sometimes those folks really. Uh, uh, Mario, did I lose you? I I, I lost you at ah uh, ah uh, that last point. Somehow you must be driving or something. Uh, but I got most of what you were saying. Thank you uh, for that. And, yeah, man, I remember that D.C. sniper, Mario. My goodness. People were afraid to go p take their kids to go play soccer. Like, you didn't know where this dude was. I think they were looking for, like, a white truck. It wasn't in a white truck at all. I think he was laid back in a in a car in Hagerstown somewhere is where they caught him. But, yeah, that that was amazing. I'm not sure how that connected with Just War. I knew you were going to make that point and make that turn, and I'm sorry that – that somehow we got cut off. But anyway, let me give you the last uh, three of these. So last resort, legitimate authority, just cause, probability of success. And here's the fifth one, right intention. The primary objective of a just war is to reestablish peace. So that has to be the objective, not terror or power. In particular, the peace after the war should exceed the peace that would have succeeded without the use of force. The aim is to use force for justice. The aim of the use of force must be justice. So that's interesting, isn't it? When you talk about the right intention, the, the intention is to reestablish peace, a better peace than before the war. So I, I like that about what Augustine uh, and Aquinas are saying. Now, number six and number seven. Number six proportionality now check this out the violence in a just war must be proportional to the casualties suffered 
The nations involved in the war must avoid disproportionate military action and only use the amount of force absolutely necessary. What do y'all think about proportionality? You agree with it? In other words, if you hit a bully real hard, is that proportional? Like, should you hit him so hard that he doesn't want to ever come back again? With, or is proportion, he slapped me, so now I'm going to slap him. He spit in my face, and I'm going to spit in his face. Or is it more like he slapped me, I'm going to beat the bejesus out of him so he'll never think about slapping me again. Which one of those do you think will create peace, lasting, sustained? Because if he slaps me and I slap him back, do you think a couple days later we're going to do it again? I'm going to win this battle. He's going to win that battle. Next battle he's going to win. Next battle I'm going to win. But I look at proportionality as you don't want to go overboard and commit casualties that will uh, make people want to have revenge. But you want to hit back hard enough so it's not what we call tick for tack. Tick for tack means you're going to be doing that again and again and again. So what proportionality to me means, it's probably not what Augusta meant, but to me proportionality is if you wound me, I am going to wound you harder so that you don't come back again. Now, I'm not talking about personal relationship, even though I put it in I terms, because we're talking about the state. All right, we're talking about the state. But, you know, if you have a police force and you have gangs and they both have guns, you know, one has to live according to an authoritative code. The other one doesn't have that same authoritative code. So how do you how do you deal with those that aren't using the same rules? Well, their country states are the same way. They're not using the just war rules. So in a sense, you have to have high more, higher moral ground but you also have to be shrewd because you realize that the enemy is not playing by the same rules. All right, this is not a boxing match. You know, the enemy has his schemes. Well, guess what? Other countries have their schemes. Gangs have their schemes. So you do need intelligence, and this is where we get our CIA. This is where we get our NSA. You have to fight on some other um, fields, not just the battlefield of war, but also intelligence. All right. And then there's also diplomacy where you're having talks. All right. How can two walk together unless they agree? Here's the seventh one. You ready? Civilian casualties. This is what it says. The use of force must distinguish between the militia and civilians. Innocent citizens must never be the target of war. Soldiers should always avoid killing civilians. The deaths of civilians are only justified when they are unavoidable victims of a military attack on a strategic target. Did you see that? So even when, you know, I think Biden sent in um, a, a hit in Afghanistan when we were trying to get our troops out, unfortunately, I think they ended up killing, I can't remember, but it was like 13 or something, don't quote me. Uh, again, we weren't targeting these individuals, uh, but a targeting a facility and uh, others were unfortunately uh, unavoidable victims of that military attack. Well, you got the seven principles of just war theory. All right, I'm going to go over them one more time. 
Number one, last resort. Number two, legitimate authority. Number three, just cause. Number four, probability of success. Number five, right intention. Number six, proportionality. And number seven, civilian casualties. Well, you know what uh, Romans 13.4 says, since it's Theological Thursday, let me, uh, let me read that verse for you. Romans 13.4 uh, says, it says, for he is God's servant to do good, talking about the state. Let me pick it up at verse 3. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right, and he will commend you. For he is God's servant to do good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword for nothing. He's God's servant, an agent of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also because of conscience. He's talking about the governing authorities. In verse 1, it says, everyone must submit himself to governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, he who rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. So uh, really the first six verses of Romans 13 talk about state legitimate authority, and God honors that. And so um, for those of you who served in our military, for those of you who served on our police forces, uh, thank you uh, for your service. And Jesus in Luke 7 talked to the Roman centurion as well. Remember that story? And Jesus talked to him about his faith because he said, Lord, if you'll just com command that my servant, if you'll just say the word, my servant will be healed. You don't even have to come to the house and visit. If you just say the word, my servant will be healed. And guess what? The servant was healed. In fact, Jesus then says to the centurion, I've not seen this great of faith in all of Israel. And this guy was a Roman centurion. And so we know that the Lord uh, honored this man's servants. He, he didn't say, hey, you shouldn't be a soldier. You, you shouldn't command 100 men. That's what a centurion was. You had 100 men under your command. Didn't say that. Uh, he, he, he honored the, the state-sponsored uh, military service that uh, the centurion did and even used him as an example of a man of faith, which tells me you can be a man of fight and a man of faith. And as a New Testament believer, that fight ought to be spiritual fighting. And But, you know, if you're called to be in the military or the police force or whatever, that's also um, physical fighting. And that could be men or women. But the bottom line is, you know, we have to make sure that our country uh, and those who are in leadership who have the badge and have the authority act in a just way. So just like just war theory is between states, just um, policing is also something that is very important. We need policing. We don't want to defund in a, in a sense that you get rid of, but we do want to refund and make sure that uh, all of our brothers and sisters in the blue are getting the support and the training that they need in order to do their jobs in a way that's just. All right? Hey, listen, when we come back, we're going to land this plane. You're listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
Hi, it's Chuck Teets with A-Action Home Services. Brisk fall nights are coming, and we're offering a preseason heating tune-up special for only $69. I guarantee to make your system more efficient and trouble-free. Furthermore, should you experience any heating problem this winter, I'll give you priority service, waive our trip charge, and diagnose your problem for free. What else would you expect from a company that has been in business since 1976? So call today at 703-922-1900. Because of the ongoing pandemic, someone at or below the poverty line in our community, like Omar, is now having to do this. You're actually having to break down the dimes, the quarters, the pennies, and say, well, how do I stay fed today? No one should go hungry, especially during the holidays. Provide hope and food with a grocery bag with a gift of just $25 through Central Union Mission. Give now at missiondc.org. When praying for the salvation of loved ones or friends, do you feel like you don't have the right words? Then log on to our station website and download Prayers for Your Unsaved Loved Ones, a complete scripture guide. It's free from Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef and will show you scriptures to guide your prayers while encouraging your own faith. Get your free book at wava.com. Click on Leading the Way. Prince George's County Department of Social Services is looking for someone like you to foster our youth. It takes a village to raise a child. We want you to be an extension of that village. If you live in Prince George's County and you want more information on how to be a foster parent, call 301-909-2300 or visit our website at pgcsafekids.org slash foster parents. Help support a child today. Call now at 301-909-2300. Honey, just checking in for my trip. How's everything on the home front? John, a big storm just hit us. The power is out and we have no heat or running water. I can't make the kids dinner without power. And they aren't able to get their homework done with no internet. Don't get into a situation like this. Extreme weather and grid outages are becoming more and more common. You need to protect your family and your home from power outages. You need a Kohler backup generator that automatically kicks on when the power goes out. Just call 800-318-5072 for a free quote and $250 in savings. Unlike portable models, Kohler Backup Generators offers seamless, hands-off operation without the need to refuel. They automatically power your entire home, hassle-free. And with Kohler, you know you can trust this generator when you need it. Don't wait until it's too late and severe weather hits. Call 800-318-5072 for a free quote and get $250 in savings for your Kohler Backup Generator. You can't afford not to call. 800-318-5072. That's 800-318-5072. 800-318-5072. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and we have had an hour talking about the theology of just war theory. We have referenced uh, St. Thomas Aquinas and St. Augustine from the the first century. And the theology of just war is important because there are seven 
principles that will help us think through whenever you're uh, personally thinking through the next war that a president might say, hey, listen, we're doing a military strike or whatever. How does it hit these seven? All right. I also want you to think about war through the lens of the New Testament, not the Old Testament. That was history. Okay. But when Jesus came, he uh, he had the final battle on the cross and therefore from the cross into the last battle of Armageddon, we really should be people of peace and do all we can to avoid a war and conflict. All right. Uh, now, as we bring the show to a close, I do want to say a special prayer for our veterans. And I just want to thank you for your service. Uh, I did eight years army reserve as a as a um, 71 Mike, for those of you who know Army language, that was my MOS, all right? <laughs> which was my job, basically, which was a chaplain's assistant. I also um, did some teaching at uh, in Annapolis uh, for the Navy and on leadership, and I also graduated from the Air Force War College in, in Alabama at Maxwell. So I've kind of touched a few of these areas, and uh, for you, uh, wherever you served, whatever you're doing to serve our country, I just want to say thank you. And I want to say a prayer, a special prayer for you even now. And once again, to my mother, happy birthday, every Veterans Day. She turned 89 this year. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you that um, one day we'll all be able to rest from war and we'll be able to sit at your feet and never have to worry again about lives being taken. And uh, we just pray, God, for all of our veterans, that you would bless them and their service, be with their family, their kids, their finances, and their mental health. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Help your children.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.